Continuing discussion of the glorious names, forms, qualities and pastimes of Lord Vishnu, Lord Krishna as given in the names of Sri Vishnu Sahasranama. Name 848, Svasya. Svasya. This has two principal meanings. One is that he has a glorious status, means he's glorious. He's above all, he's magnificent, superior status to all. So there we can see again, Brihat, Mahan, these names which were just given, Brihat, who is huge, Mahan, who is great above all others. He is innately superior to all. As Lord Krishna says in Bhagavad Gita, Mata Parataram Nanyat Kinchidasti Dhananjaya Mais Mais Sarva Idam Protam Sutre Manigana Eva. Krishna says, Nothing is superior to me. Everything rests upon me as pearls are strong in a thread. So there we have again Svadrit, he maintains. Everyone, uh, everyone, everything. <clears throat> He's superior to everything. No one, nothing is <clears throat> superior to him or even equal to him. Ontologically, we can say, in his status as Vishnu. Of course, when we get into Krishna Leela and we get into Rasa Vichar, discussion of transcendental relationships and feelings in relationship to Krishna, then we see that Krishna voluntarily takes as if an inferior status to his parents, an equal status to his chums, who he plays with, and a very uh, complex, but definitely not a superior position in relationship to his gopi lovers. Now, Parasha Bhatta interprets this name to mean that even though the liberated souls in Vaikuntha have, in many ways, an equal status to that of the Lord, they have opulence, beauty, freedom from ignorance, so many qualities they have in the same way the Supreme Lord is. But at the same time, his status remains superior. And Parashabhata gives the reason, because he was never fallen in ignorance like they were. We're talking about the liberated souls who came up from the material world to the spiritual world. Thus, his position is always superior. And ontologically also, after all, he is Vaikuntha Nath. He is in Vaikuntha, and so many other living beings are in Vaikuntha, but he is Vaikuntha Nath. He's known as the predominant person in Vaikuntha. Another meaning is Asyam can mean 
face and su, the prefix su, gives the idea of shobhanam, very nice, very good. So su asyam, very nice face. Krishna has a very beautiful face. There are so many uh, pictures painted of Krishna in the modern age also, uh, by the inspiration of Srila Prabhupada, so many people have taken to painting pictures of Krishna. And there are so many deities of Krishna. Krishna is always beautiful. He never gets old. He never gets ugly. He's always very, very beautiful. In fact, I remember the, the first books I distributed were the Krishna books, paperback. And on the front cover, we'd have a picture of Krishna. And people in England, when I was distributing these books, would often think that Krishna, he doesn't look like a male. He, lo he looks more like a female. His beauty is, at least in the English language, is usually associated with, uh, in terms of the human form, is usually associated with the female form. And there's another word for the male form, handsome. Uh, so the male form is expected to be muscular, robust, whereas the female form is supposed to be softer. Uh, so Krishna is beautiful, very beautiful face. You can see his beautiful face with curling hair. Uh, there are many, many descriptions in the Vedic literature about the beauty of his face. These are in the Vedic literature and there are many also by the devotees who have seen the Lord face to face. Srila Prabhupada promised if we go on with practicing Krishna consciousness the time will come when we can see Krishna face to face. So the devotees, their realization all also of his direct perception of the beauty of his face. <clears throat> I've, in discussing other names in Vishnu Sahasranam, I've discussed this at length. Uh, just as say that Shankaracharya gives this interpretation. He has a beautiful face. So those who would condemn Shankara also have to bear in mind that he is a devotee, ultimately. Although for reasons given by the Supreme Lord himself, he always didn't present himself as a devotee of Krishna, but he appreciates the beautiful face of Krishna. Uh, he's, he's, he says, uh, Shankaracharya says, Padmodara Talavatamram Abhirupatam Asya Asyamiti Svasyaha. So Su Shobanam, so it means he whose face is reddish, like the inside of the lotus. As a nuance on this explanation, Shankara says that his Face is considered 
beautiful or su, very good, because from his face, from his mouth, emanates all the Vedas. And this, in this regard, he quotes a fairly well-known passage from Brihad uh, Aranyaka Upanishad. Asya mahato bhutasya nishvasitam etat rigvedo yajurveda samaveda ataravangirasa itihasa puranam vidya upanishada shloka sutrani anuvyakyanani vyakyanani asyaiva itani sarvani nishvasitani. All these, the Vedas, Rig, Sama, Yajur, Atarva, <clears throat> they all came from his breathing. And then also the Itihasas, the Mahabharata and the Ramayana, they came from his breathing. All the Vedic Vidyas, just like we have uh, Ayurved, Dhanurved, uh, in, uh, we have the uh, Stapatya, the science of architecture. The, the Upanishads, all the different shlokas, the sutras. Now, there, there are many sutras famous in the Vedic tradition. Brahma Sutra is very famous. Yoga Sutras, very famous. Karma Sutras, uh, very famous. Dharma Sutras, there are many, many, many. And they all have their specific authors. However, uh, their origin, and not only their origin, but the commentaries on them, we had Aranyaka says, come from the breathing of Narayana. So when various sages compile the various sutras and commentaries that is actually originating from Narayana. Hmm. And the Vedas themselves are very beautiful. Those who can appreciate, they have their beauty and their charm. And they point us ultimately toward the supreme beauty who is Krishna. So in another way, uh, they are su, they are beautiful. So su here can mean su asya, svasya. So su can mean his face is very good because the Vedas come from them and then the Vedas are also very beautiful. So that which is beautiful comes from his mouth. Baladevidya Bhushan gives both of these in understandings, that his face is even more beautiful than the moon and the lotus flower. And also he says that, referring to others previous to him, Shankara and others, he is so named because his mouth is ornamented with all the Vedas. Then another idea that <clears throat> Baladevidya Bhushan gives, 
which is uh, not given by any of the main commentators here, is that he is worthy of being celebrated among the devotees who live only for him. He is the one who the, de the devotees, they all live for him. And what do they like to do? They like to glorify him. So he is the object of glorification for the devotees. For instance, in discussion of Vishnu Sahasranama. The next name, 849, is Prag Vangshaha. Prag means before, is the general meaning, Prag. It's actually Prag. But then in Sandhi it becomes Prag. And the Vangsha generally means dynasty, family line. Parashara Bhatta explains Prak to mean the Nityasuris, the eternally liberated souls who have lived in Sri Vaikuntha from time immemorial, from long, long before. And he interprets Vangsha to mean the support, the basis. So this is a different uh, understanding of the word Vangsha. And again, bringing in the concept of the mystic powers, whatever powers the, the Nitya Suris, the eternal devotees in in Vaikuntha have. They're derived from his grace and his will. So Prak, meaning those who are first and foremost, means the devotees who have been in the spiritual world since time immemorial, and Vangsha who supports them. So he's the eternal support for the foremost souls. Prak can also mean in the sense of being first, it can also mean foremost, the most prominent, the most prestigious, the most celebrated. Uh, Prashabhata quotes in this regard from Purusha Sukta, Yatra Purve Sadhyaha Santi Devaha. In other words, Parampadam, the Sri Vaishnav term for Vaikuntha, a commonly used term in Sri Vaishnava Sampradaya for the spiritual world, Vaikuntha. Parampadam means the supreme abode. Uh, is the place of Vishnu, where from time immemorial the eternally liberated souls live there. Uh, in this regard, Radha Krishna Shastri comments that we see that various dynasties are named after the originator of that dynasty or a prominent person who appeared within that dynasty long before. So we have Chandravangsha, Suryavangsha. Chandravangsha originates from the moon and Suryavangsha originates from the sun. <clears throat> But then Surya Vangsha 
at some point is also often called Raghuvamsha, because Raghu was a great king in that dynasty. And we have in the Chandravamsha, yeah, of course, in the Surya dynasty or Raghuvamsha appeared Raghunath, Lord Ram, the son of Dasharatha. And then uh, Chandravamsha, we have that also becomes known as the Yaduvamsha, due to the greatness of the king Yadu. <clears throat> and Krishna appeared in that dynasty. We also have more recently Nityananda Vamsha, Advaita Vamsha. So Radha Krishna Shastri, I'm expanding on his comments. Radha Krishna Shastri says that among all the Vamsas, the one that comes first, because it's there in the spiritual world, is the Vamsha of the eternally liberated souls. It's eternally existing. So there is Pragvamsha. Shankaracharya interprets this name to mean that he is the one from whom the first dynasty, namely the universe itself, originated and developed. He is the forefather of every dynasty in the whole universe. As he says in Bhagavad Gita, Pitaham Asya Jagato Mata Dhata Pitamahaha. I am the father of the universe. I am the mother of the universe. I am the support and the grandfather of the universe. Prag Vangsha can also mean he was before any Vangsha, before any Vangsha in this world existed, he existed, because he exists before the universe. Krishna Datta Bharadvaj takes this name to mean Prag, meaning here Brahma, the first created being within the universe, and Vangsha to mean progeny. So Brahma is his progeny. Prag means Brahma and Vangsha means who came from him. So Brahma is his progeny and from Brahma come all other dynasties. Satyadeva Vashishta interprets the name in a completely different way and gives the reason why, uh, quoting Parnini, he cuts up the name into different ways and says um, that Pragvangsha means he, the Supreme Lord, moves around majestically and his greatness is expressed clearly or loudly. So he moves around majestically. Specifically, that's stated about Lord Rama in the Ramayana. He, his walking, is, his gait is like that of a of a royal elephant. He's, he's conscious that he's the king and he walks like that with, with the, the cadence of royalty of a great king. He moves around majestically. His greatness is express, expressed clearly and loudly. Clearly in all the Vedic literatures, particularly in the Vaishnava explanations, 
and loudly by Sankirtan, by loud glorification of the Supreme Lord. Baladev Vidyabhushan <coughs> gives a different understanding of this name, Pragvangsha. His the members of his dynasty, such as Pradyumna, already existed. In other words, Pradyumna, just like Krishna himself, is not an ordinary living being who gets a body due to his past karmas. He's eternally existing in that form. Many, not all of the members of the Yadu dynasty, Krishna's family members, are usually called the Yadus. Of course, the Yadu dynasty goes back much further to ahead, before Krishna himself, but the members of Krishna's family are generally called the Yadu dynasty. At that time, they, they constituted the Yadu dynasty, and many of them are eternal associates of the Supreme Lord, and they just come to join his pastimes. So they existed previously, therefore, Pragvangsha, because the members of his dynasty exist even previous to their appearing in this world. Uh, another meaning, Vangsha. Uh, Vangsha also means bamboo. So another completely different meaning is that from time immemorial, the Supreme Lord is the support of everything, just like a bamboo tree is very strong and can, you take the bamboo and it's, can, it's very strong and you can make a bridge and you can make a pathway and it's, it, it can be very strong for support. Another completely different meaning from the Shanti Parva of Mahabharata is that there's a place in the Yagshala, a place where sacrifices are performed, where persons who are aware of the Vedas, they discuss, learned persons discuss the message of the Vedas, and there are various questions and answers going on. There's, there's a place at the side of the, where the sacrifices are performed. So because he's glorified in that place, he can also be called Pragvangsha. Another meaning is uh, related to the eternal associates of the Lord in Vaikuntha. He is the cause, yeah, actually that's already covered, but just in a second. All their opulences, he causes that. Another meaning uh, is that Vishnu is responsible for all the activities of Lakshmi. Therefore, he's called Pragvangsha. Now, the next name is Vangsha Vardhana. Vangsha again means dynasty. Varza means one who increases. Now, 
the previous three names are combined with this fourth name in Parashra Bhatta's explanation, He's, he says that Svadrita means he keeps the, he, he maintains in, in Parashra Bhatta's explanation, Svadrita, mean, Svadrita means that he uh, maintains and uh, the jivas in the material world. And then Svasya means he maintains the jivas in the spiritual world, who were previously in the material world, the mukta jivas. And Pragvangsha means he maintains or he is the support of those who are always in the spiritual world, the nitya suris. So taking those three together, um, Parashrabhata says, he keeps the, these three kinds of jivas expanding, growing in their love of him, their devotion to him. Beautiful. Very beautiful. Vangshavadana. In one sense, all living beings are in the Vangsha of Krishna. We're all in, we're all, because he is Pita Ham Asya Jagato Mata Dhata Pita Mahaha. Because he is the father, the grandfather, the mother of everything and everyone, we're all descendants of Krishna. And he nourishes us and lifts us up. Shankara gives the understanding that he makes the universe grow. It's very interesting if we consider scientific theories of big bangs and the expanding universe. We have in the Vedic version also that the universe has come out in seed form from the body of Mahavishnu and then expand. Satya Sandha Tirtha gives the example that he made the Vangsha, the dynasty of the Pandavas, continue to grow, to continue to exist by protecting Parikshit. Similarly, Baladevidya Bhushan states that Krishna increased the dynasty of the Yadus, or the dynasty of Yadu, in which uh, there were so many family members because Krishna had 16,108 wives, 10 sons from each wife, and they all had 10 sons, and it just went on expanding and expanding. Regarding this, Kunti Devi says, we'll find in the 8th chapter of the first canto of Bhagavatam, regarding Krishna's appearance in this world, Kechid ahur ajangjatang punya shlokasya kirtiye yado priyasyandavaye nalayasyeva chandanam. Srila Prabhupada's translation. Some say that the unborn has taken birth for the glorification of the great pious king, and others say that you took birth 
to please King Yadu, one of your dearest devotees. You appeared in his family as sandalwood appears in the Malaya hills. To unpack all of that, you have to read the purport. Please do so. Vangsha uh, Vardhana, he increased, Krishna increased the Vangsha of Yadu and he increased the joy of Yadu by appearing in Yadu's dynasty. Another interpretation given by Shankaracharya is that Varda, as well as expanding and increasing, can also mean cutting. So who, the one who cuts off the universe, who closes it down at the appropriate time, he withdraws the universe. And Radha Krishna Shastri gives the example in using this word cut to Vangsha Vardhanam can mean to cut the Vangsha. So also Krishna, he having expanded the Yadu dynasty, when it was required, uh, when Krishna was preparing to return to the spiritual world, he arranged for his whole dynasty to be destroyed. And he, he is the one who... <coughs> generates so many, more and more generations, expanding population. And it's he who takes the responsibility, ultimately, for, he, he de delegates that responsibility to fill up the universe when it opens, when, it, when each universe is started. There are the prajapatis. Brahma is known as a prajapati. So, so much population comes from him. Daksha prajapati, kashapa. There are various prajapatis. But ultimately, prajapati, the lord of all living beings, is Lord Vishnu. And he fills up the universe. He increases all the dynasties, including those of the demons. But then again, he destroys them. Sometimes, one race among the humans prospers or one uh, area of the world is prominent <clears throat> there have been the Roman Empire the Mauryan Empire the in India the Mughal Empire in India the British Empire the Carthaginian Empire the Ottoman Empire the Persian Empire, there's been so many empires, they increase by Krishna's grace, and in course of time, they are destroyed. Whenever they are on top, they think we are the best ever. We are the height of civilization. There's never been anyone as civilized as us, just like America at the present time. America, Britain, they think, oh, we know, we're on top. We have to educate all the people of the world into our values because we know best. And in course of time, they go down. And it's, it's clearly seen and scholars clearly see in the pattern of the decline of civilizations that America and the Western world in general which for say 500 years or so has been on the rise, is now on the way down. It's all Krishna, Vangshavadhana. In the form of time, 
he develops and destroys. It's all his will. So, today we've covered uh, three names, Svasya, Pragvangsha, and Vangshavardhana. Krishna willing, we'll go on to discuss more in the upcoming days and weeks and months and years and for all of eternity. Vancha kalpa tarupyascha kripa sindhu vyavacha patita nam pavanebhyo vaishnavebhyo namo namaha. Tante nithaya chunakam padayone patyakritva chaka kushatame tataham bravimi. Hey, sadhava sakala eva vihaya durad. Gauranga Chandra Charane Kurutanu Raga. Parivadatu Jano Yata Tata Ba Nanu Mukaro Navayang Vichara Yamaha. Hari Rasa Madhiram Adati Mata Bhuvi Vilutama Nartama Nirvishama. Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Rama Hare Rama.